What's good, everybody? I'm your host, Apollo Reed. I'm here with my brother, Andre Jalil, my cousin, Rick Rula, and welcome to the God of Knicks podcast. I take on everything basketball on and off the court. Mostly about the eye test, not too much about numbers, but as we all know, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. This is episode number two. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's talk about this trade, baby. Yes, sir. Yeah, actually, go ahead, kick it off, Dre. I'm I'm, I'm just, I know a lot of people, I'm hearing that a lot of people are upset. I'm I'm actually pretty excited. The only thing I'm concerned about, but not the, the only thing. One of the things I don't want, I don't want to buy out DeAndre Jordan. I want to see him in the next uniform. Right. I want to see him get those alley-oops. You know what I'm saying? Of course, we're excited about Dennis Smith Jr., who uh, we, we passed on mm-hmm. under, under Phil Jackson. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Everybody, there was a big blockbuster trade. We didn't even explain the trade we <laughs> to the players. Uh, I feel like um, everybody knew that. Exactly. Everybody, everybody should know. Everybody should know, but we got to do a due diligence. Um, the Knicks involved with a trade with the Dallas Mavericks. We traded away Chris Stapps, Porzingis, mm-hmm. uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., Trey I'm Burke. I'm happy about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that contract. <laughs> right. Uh, Trey Burke and Courtney Lee. And we've received back Dennis Smith Jr., DeAndre Jordan, um, Wesley Matthews, and two future first-round picks, which uh, Rick, you said, was 2021 and 23, right? That's right, 21 right. and 23. Yeah, 21, 23, 21, 21. So, all right, Dre, what was you saying? You was, you was on to something. I, I, I'm just, I'm, I just don't want them to trade. I don't want them to buy out uh, DeAndre Jordan. I mean – the thing is, you know, it's like he, he can go to a contender, and sure, he could, but it wasn't like he was a, a, with a contender with, with Dallas. They in the 12th, 12th spot mm-hmm. in the West. Um, what was what, would it, what was their record? 23 and 26. Right. They were doing better than the Knicks, but they weren't going anywhere. So I guess that, that means he could be he could go to a, a better team. But I'm not – I don't I, – I can't imagine what team he'd go to, but, of course, I'm not thinking about it that deeply. I'd just like to see him stick with the Knicks for, for at least this season. Mm-hmm. And see how this could how this could go. I, I you know I, I like DeAndre Jordan. I like Wesley Matthews. I'm really excited about Dennis Smith Jr. And, I, I, I think I I think I agree with you. Like I, I would love to see DeAndre Jordan, um, you know, stick it out a season and not just be a a piece in this whole movement. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and likewise, I'm very interested in in, in having uh, Smith Jr. on the team. I feel like it's long overdue that we have a point guard who really wants to go out there and and and, and do things and has a little bit of experience of, of doing things. So yeah, it'll be it'll be nice to see him in a Knicks uniform doing some things over there, even though he just gave us a, an L last night. Yeah, uh, I and, and, feel and, like and they knew something. I feel like, I feel like they knew something. <laughs> right? Yo, they something had to be known because you, you like, saw uh, that that clip that went up that had uh, Porzingis in. Donchick and I and I saw that that was weird to me and I saw I saw it real time. Wait, it wait, was wait, weird. What, to, what, what what clip? Uh, at halftime, uh, then uh, not Dennis Smith. I'm sorry, Luka Donchick and Porzingis. And Cole, yeah, you said that. They were they were talking. You know, at halftime, do a little smirk, laugh, and walk away. My thing was, I've never seen that happen at halftime. Right. Usually, you see that at at the end of the game. 
You right. know what I mean? I've never yeah. seen players from opposite teams interact going into the half. Chopping it up halftime smile. I've right. never yeah. seen yeah. that before. And that was a red flag for me because I'm like, all right, well, I, I don't think they're that good of friends. You know what I'm saying? Where they, they're sitting there talking at halftime. They couldn't wait till after the game to talk. You right. know what I'm saying? D- didn't they train together? Um, um, no, they played, I think, either together or against each other in um, Eurobasket. Um, but it wasn't. It, I think it was only for a short period of time. It wasn't for for too long. I might, I might, I might be mistaken, but I don't think they were. Te- they, I don't think they were teammates. No, and, I don't think they were teammates. But I think they yeah. they trained together. Oh, you mean like in the off season? Yeah, of, I, I think there. there was like in the gym. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I think he so, said they were they were some type of close friends or yeah, something like that. So, yeah, I mean, I could understand, yeah. but like you said, halftime. That's a little odd. Yeah, like, especially. I mean, Porzingis wasn't playing. But yeah, he was suited up. So I can understand him, you know, wanting to. You talk, mean street clothes suited up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Street yeah. clothes suited up. Yeah, he right. was street clothes suited up. My bad. Like literally suited. Up. Right, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, he. I can see him wanting to talk because he had nothing else to do. But you know, my man was playing the game, so he should have been focused on. Okay, right, you we, focused on. This yeah, right. yeah, and you over there giggling like, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like, what the hell's going on? So I mean, it wasn't. That's a good catch. Yeah, and it was it was something that I, I you know I noted in my head. Ah, that was weird. But then after the game, I don't know if it was a misstep by Luca, but I was I often go to MSG networks and I listen to the player um, post game interviews. And this time they interviewed um, Rebecca Harlow. I think she interviewed. Yeah, she interviewed Luca Luca Doncic, and he said something, and it sounded like. And I thought it was either I was tripping or he slipped up by accident. And he said, yeah, I, you know, looking forward to playing with him. And mm. to me, Doncic said that? Doncic said this. And, and I, I need to go back and double check, so mm. don't quote me. But it, it was something that threw me off about it. Number one, the only reason why I didn't get too alarmed is, okay, there's a language barrier there. Not, not, <laughs> not a huge barrier. Because right. he can speak some English. But right, because he knows sort of the difference between playing with somebody right, and playing right. against them. So I'm like, okay, that was a little odd. So, you know, I didn't, I didn't take too much to it. But then this morning, the first set of news that came out was, um, you know, he was, Chris Stapps wasn't uh, happy with the direction that the franchise was going in. Right. And wanted to have and had a meeting with the, the Knicks front office. And at that point, I knew it was coming because when the Anthony Davis rumors kicked up, and we never got a chance to talk about that here because we dropped the podcast literally the day that it. No, I think it was the day the rumors came out. I think oh, okay. it was that Tuesday. Yeah, that was what the rumors kicked up about two days ago. So we didn't even get a chance to talk about it. That was something that was crazy. Everyone was all up in arms about the Anthony Davis situation. I never took it too serious because. I often feel like players always name the Knicks as a possible destination. Out Every of single time. Every year, just out of leverage. Yeah, because like, it's hey, New York. Right. It's New York. You know what I mean? Yeah. I highly doubt most of these players that talk about New York actually will go to New York, which is why we'll get into this this later, which is, which is why the Durant thing is kind of weird to me because he's never really come out and ever said anything about New York. So... Mm. To me, it was it was just it was just weird how this whole thing was playing out. And I'm like, all right, he's not happy. Oh yeah, that was what I was gonna say. The Anthony Davis situation came up, and I had a thought in my head, and other people who in the Knicks 
uh, world, I'll, I'll say that, what had the same inclination is that if he's starting to be included in any Anthony Davis trades, he's going to feel like the team doesn't want him long term. Mm. So and then then in turn, he will look for elsewhere to go. So this could be a very, very late development. It could be something that happened as of a couple days ago. He's hearing that he was involved in trade talks, which is also something that I read that Steve, I think Scott Perry or Steve Mills said that, you know, they had already been talking about trades with teams. And then after he came in there and talked to them this morning, they picked up the phone and went right to those whatever call that they had with Dallas. Mm hmm. So, you know, I kind of saw that happening. Well, the thing that the thing that throws me off is they saying they had this meeting. Like Ian Begley is on Twitter. Today. And he says, yeah, he's they Today. had this meeting. They said that look, Ian Begley says sources meeting between the Knicks and Chris Porzingis on Thursday lasted less than five minutes. New York Knicks had <laughs> wow. several offers for Porzingis when they made the trade with Dallas. So you mean you walked out the meeting and then you called Dallas and they just figured, all right, we got the players. Yo, give me Trey Burke, give me Tim Hardaway. Give, yeah. me, give me Paul Zingas and let's do this. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for yeah. saying that. Because I'm yeah. like, do they want us to to believe that this is in succession to each other? They, yeah. Like, yeah. He, he walks into the office and then walks out. And then all of a sudden, there's this multi The trade is, is done. The, the lawyers, yeah. every, all the attorneys There's there. no way a, a trade of this magnitude Come happened on, within right. a matter of, of an hour. Come on. Come like, on. I felt like they, they wanted to help him save face a little bit or something. I, I, I don't know. but Yeah. Like, and he said, you know, and like Dre said earlier, um, before we started recording, um, Chris Stapps puts out this cryptic message. Oh, the truth will be out soon. You know, as everyone says after they're traded, everybody yeah, says that. And, and it meant so, whether, whether soon is, is is this the end of the season, this season, or next year, ten years, and yeah, it, 10 it, years. It, it probably wouldn't even really matter. Right. It, it, it all depends on how it, it all turns out. And another another one of Ian Begley's uh, uh, tweets was New York Knicks president Steve Mills on Kristaps Porzingis trade. We feel like we did the right thing. When you try to think about how you want to build your team for the long term. You don't want to commit a max contract to a player who clearly says, says to you he doesn't he doesn't want to be here. Right. Mm, right. So they said on. that he was he was clear. But this like like you said, Josh, like this has been this has been happening for a while. Ever since ever since the, the exit interview. Had right. To yeah. Right. Right. And this is this is that's what I was saying. <clears throat> since that exit interview, that's like I was saying to Dre earlier. I said that's never happened. Right. Since when has a player ever skipped an exit as an exit meeting? You know what I mean? Right. right. And I like, you know, like I said to you, Dre, I think his brother has a whole lot to do with this thing that's not being mentioned. Mm-hmm. But um I also just feel like it was it was something brewing for a long time. I feel like he was rubbed the wrong way by uh Phil Jackson, maybe even James Dolan and C Mills. Two of those three are still here. So yeah, Chris J- I mean uh, <laughs> Phil Jackson is gone. But Two other guys that are still a mainstay that are, that are still, you know, were involved in that situation are still there. So he probably never really felt like he could really trust these guys wholeheartedly. And here's the, here's the other thing. This trade probably could have happened, but I feel like a lot of times the first half of the season for the NBA usually develops what, what may happen. Because if Dallas was in the eighth seed or if Dallas was in the fifth seed, this wouldn't be happening. You know what I'm saying? Right. Dallas is losing. Uh, KP is close to coming back, and now we're seeing opportunity struck, struck, and now it was like, all right, we can get X, Y, and Z for these guys. You know, Dallas, like, who was it? Somebody said on on uh, on Twitter, I thought it was funny. He said Dallas absolutely got robbed. 
Yeah. And, yeah. And, you know, you got two future first round picks. We don't know. No one knows yet if, if Chris Stapps is worth all of that just yet. Exactly. Right. That's the risk about all of this. Even for us, like, we're all excited about the potential of Chris Stapps. Nobody really knows. He did his thing the, the first season that uh, Carmelo left. Right. But we still didn't get to the playoffs, you know. And, and right. He got, of course, he got, he got hurt, and we started losing more often. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, you know, he still had a ceiling to get to, whether he reaches that ceiling. Or even if he does well. This is my other thing. Even if he does well in Dallas, they, they, who who are they beating? This and that's another thing. He, mm-hmm. who, they're not strong enough to me. Pardon me. It sounds like I changed areas. I did change areas. Um, they're not strong enough to compete with the Warriors. They're not strong enough to compete with the Rockets. They're not strong enough to compete with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. But as I said to Dre earlier, they're not necessarily looking to, to compete within the next year or two. I feel like the timeline they have set three or four or five. Yeah, the timeline they have. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The right. timeline that they have probably doesn't line up with, you know, you know, the Warriors still being strong, the the Rockets still being strong, and LeBron still actually playing for the Lakers. Or probably by that time in the NBA, you know what I mean. So they might jump ahead and just be competing with like the Nuggets and the Timberwolves at that point. You know, so yeah, it might be a little, a little bit different for them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um, let's let me just let's let's go to another part of this this trade. Another part of the trade that I'm excited about is the fact that we cleared Tim Hardaway Jr.'s contract. Yeah, I, I, I just want to like if they would have just said Chris Stapps and Tim Hardaway, I would have been happy. Yeah, but then they add Burke and Lee in there too, and I like that. Well, better. they didn't want Burke. We know that Burke is not is not David Fisdale's type of guy. Right and, right, and if you're gonna have somebody who's gonna be too short, it's got to be Dennis Smith Jr. Because Dennis Smith Jr. is also not a tall one, but he's dunking on guys. Yeah, if you're not gonna be, he's, if, he's if you're not gonna be someone right. who's who's small, right, and, and and does all that Dennis Smith Jr. does, then right. of course that's the only way you take someone of Dennis Dennis Jr.'s size. That brings me to smaller. that point. Like I said to you before, I think that's what this trade was really about. I think this whole trade was really about Dennis Smith Jr. As far as the Knicks are concerned. You know, they cleared cap space there. I don't think the Knicks are betting long-term on Wesley Matthews. I don't think they're betting long right. on, on DeAndre Jordan. I think this is about Dennis Smith Jr. and having an opportunity to have that marquee point guard yeah. for your team. Well needed. Right. right. Okay, right. so, so, who, so who yeah, still, stay there, stay there on the um, Dennis Jr. Point, point. Do you think uh, Dennis Smith Jr., do you think that he would be a good lead guard going forward or do we should we still look for a Kyrie Irving, Kimber Walker type of player. See now, play. now if you if I I I think that it's tough because now Dennis Smith seems like the type who would be upset to play second fiddle to yeah, anybody. I agree. You know I don't know. See, I the only I'm, I'm gonna let you finish, but that part right there, he might not be so mad about well, playing behind if it's Kyrie. Kyrie. If it's Kyrie, if it's Kyrie, yeah. yeah. If but if Kyrie. you go get because now you could say, all right, all right, peace, Moutier, nice run. So now we're going with Kyrie. <laughs> nice run. You know, and I wouldn't be mad at that. But at some point, the issue is going to arise where Dennis Smith Jr. needs to grow. He's going to want to trade to go to another team. So if we get Ky- if, if the Knicks are going to live up to what they said they want to do with this young team, I think we got to keep it here and we get those other pieces. We got Kevin Knox at the, at, at the wing. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? I don't Who's know now what our, do with our main future piece. Right. Right, because so now KP gotta, is gone. That's so now it's definitely Knox. If we're doing this, if we're doing a small ball thing, they might even do Dennis Smith, Frank Nilakina at the two. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? They have Kevin Knox at the three. 
Yeah, you know, I, I think that. Or we had, Kevin Knox at the four and still have West coming in. And still, and still have West. Yes, yes, yes. And that, but the whole thing with the buyouts, I don't know what they're gonna do. I want to see them all here. I don't see the point. They're not of these buying guys. them out. They're not buying them out. And that's yeah, I I'm, saw a report. It said that it said West and uh, uh, DeAndre are not gonna be bought out. Yeah, because where they going? Where's Wesley going? Like, don't even play yourself with. Them. I mean, more than any, if more than anything, I'm keeping DeAndre over Wesley simply because of the aspect of him helping develop Mitchell Robinson. That and that's what's important, and that's what they said. I saw the report about these guys wanting to develop. They want them to develop these guys at least for the season. And I think here's the thing: if the Knicks actually do start winning, like we said with that that, that hypothetical situation where we go 40 games straight, which is not going to happen, <laughs> right? You right, know what right. I'm saying? In if the we Knicks start, world, it all that was all fair. Though. They don't right. they don't know what that means. Right. right, so so if, yeah, yeah. If if we do start winning and doing forty in a row, whatever the case, that's gonna create a thing. Was like, hmm. Now we we got De- DeAndre. That was working out well. Him and and Knox and, and Dennis Smith, and they already those three guys already got a chemistry. We just got to figure out how to get this whole. That's chemistry. right. Uh, you know what's crazy them. about this whole thing? To me, is the fact that we cleared so much space that we took on DeAndre's twenty-two million dollar contract for like this it was season. Nothing. And and we still have seven about seventy six million dollars left to spend. They talking about we got two max, two max, two max. Like you think about it, we were just under the amount to sign Kevin For Durant, one. right? For one. So now we cleared that and then added a whole nother space so now, for another cap. Play. Go with me here, Cap. Go with me here, real quick. So now, if it's not Kyrie. If you eliminate that point guard, because we're moving forward with Dem- De- Dennis Smith Jr., who who is it? Who are those those two people? Because if mean, Anthony, if it's not that, that's what I was trying to figure if, out. If it's two max players, who we get? What are the two max players that will come to New York? Now, if this it's is... not if it's not Kyrie, aside from Kyrie. Okay, well, all right. Well, look, this is this is uh, this is who we got. We have um, Kemba's, point, Kemba's not coming. Kemba's he's gonna, not. He's going to stay there. All right, well, let's look at this. That's what let's I'm saying. Forget this. point. No, forget point guards. Period. Forget Kyrie. I'm gonna we... just I'm gonna just rattle off. We got right, uh, Kawhi yeah. Leonard. He's not coming. He's not coming. Kevin Durant, possibility. Possible. Kyrie Irving, possible. Jimmy Jimmy Butler. I don't want him. Jimmy I'm, Butler? I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just naming the free agents that are, will be available at this at this. He's, point. We don't want to know. Who Butler's wants him? He's a, he's, he's a bad he's Butler, a bad. right, exactly. Yeah, I like his cool. game, but yeah, he's too yeah. much. Nah, then Clay the lock, Thompson. He's not a good locker room guy. Clay, who wants Clay? Let me everybody ask you something. Wants Clay. Everybody know. wants. Let's be honest. I'll I'll take everybody Clay. wants Clay. You take Clay. I would Hell take yes. Clay. I, 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 yes. I, I no, think you know he, what? I would. I would. He's a I solid would. player. He's a solid player. I think. I. What scares me about Clay? He can score forty-three of both, off of four dribbles, boy. But, I'm good. But, but, but Josh, he's doing that with Golden. You gotta see now. We gotta understand. Like he's not. He's doing that with with Golden State. But that's why he has to be the third option. I don't ever want him to be the first option, ever. He has well, to I don't think at he, most. That's not his game. Option. His game is not first option. Right. That's that's right. off the table. And if but, he's the second option, then you better have a dope point guard. I don't think he could be the, the second option either. I, that's, I think but that's that what I mean. He, he will can. always be an X factor. He's that right. dangerous shooter, like you said. Right. Forty some points off of four dribbles is unheard of. Right. Right. The entire game <laughs> that, is, that that's unreal. But I think I think he gets I think he gets lazy with his handle. And sometimes I think he gets a little passive on defense. Also, sometimes but I just don't think he's to he, he has nah, talented. I, think, I, I, think I don't think he's solid he has on defense. I, no, I he's a great he, defender. Yeah, I think so. This year he hasn't been as well as he's been in the past, but he's actually one of the best 
guard defenders yeah. in the league. I wouldn't take the defense away from him. I, and, I, and I think the whole Golden State thing, it's, I, I don't think it's as big of a deal as, as we may make it because um, a lot of times when he plays, Steph isn't on the floor, KD is not on the floor, and yep. he, he's kind of doing his so thing he's, still. he's the guy keeping them in the game while, yeah. right. while they mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. all right, so who else, they, who they got? Uh, we, we got uh, Kemba Walker, mm-hmm. DeMarcus Cousins. No way. Uh, Tobias. Marcus, I would take him. Do I think he's coming to New York? No. No way. No way. No way. I doubt that. Um, and Tobias Harris, which is somebody I like, but are we really? Tobias, well, Tobias is a, from New York. We throwing Tobias all is from New York. A max care. contract? Though? I don't care. I'm not throwing a max at Tobias. No, he's not a max. So that's what they right. were saying. Also, they said the Knicks is the type of team historically where they wouldn't get the max guy, but they'd get a Tobias Harris. See, <laughs> this is what I'm fine with, though. This is what I'm fine with. If they were to somehow get Kevin Durant, right, mm-hmm. get your max guy, then you mess around, all right, then let's go get Tobias Harris and go get a, uh, let's say, D'Angelo Russell. Would you do that? Mm. Uh, I, I think I would like the Clay Thompson at the two and the KD at the four. Well, I, I'm going to be on, I'm gonna be realistic with that. Clay Thompson is not leaving Golden State. Obviously, this, this is my opinion. There's no, there's no, I don't if Kevin Durant leaves, exactly. if Kevin Durant leaves, Clay's staying. If He's Kevin Durant, stay. if Kevin Durant stays, Clay's going to LA, and that's the only. Those are the only two options, in my opinion. I don't know if those are the only two options. Those are the only. Well, the those, most, are the those are the main two probably. things. The yeah. most for likely. Clay. Those are the most likely things for Clay. For because Clay. I don't see anywhere else for him to go. You know what I mean? The only other place he could go to New York. What's the problem? Let's, let's be. But why would he? <laughs> right, so this is my question, and I, I, I hope I'm not taking us away from um, where, where we were going with it. But no. a lot of the issues with um, the Knicks is that players don't want to play here. Everyone mm-hmm. understands the importance of MSG. Mm-hmm. And defending the garden every night, well, mm-hmm. forty nights, 40, 41 games a season, mm-hmm. right? But but why does it seem like nobody wants to come to New York? And that and that was that was a point that I would think I was thinking about bringing up with somebody like Clay. <clears throat> when you have somebody who says, "Yo, I, let me go to New York." You know what? They not they not they're not like a full team, but I can go there and bring this team up. I don't think players are like that anymore. Players want to go where everybody is and go chase this chip. Mm-hmm. And they want to make this championship and get it easy. Nobody, it doesn't seem like people are like that kind of guy anymore. But they like this. I'll go to New York, turn things around. Yeah. I don't, I don't, and I don't see Clay as that guy. Clay, Clay is just not that guy. Well, mm-hmm. this, this is my point. I, I think when people look at leadership, they look at the, the front office and all this stuff. If they don't like what they see, they're not going to play for the team, no matter how historical it is. So... My my thing is always blame Dolan. I, I think if as long as Dolan is there, I, I think he's going to have a lot of um, issues with players wanting to come there because it's very messy. I mean, we're talking about uh, Isaiah Thomas. We're talking about um, uh, Phil, Phil Jackson. Jackson. We're talk- and like, how many head coaches do we have in the last? Dan uh, Tony, forget it. Well, you know I mean? and this is this is what I'm saying with that. I think. And Dre knows for a while I've been saying we got to get Dolan out of here. We've lost since he's stepped into the building. They got his hype for um, a minute talking about he was ready to, to sell the team. That's not happening. <laughs> we was happened. getting no, excited. No, you know the yeah. crazy thing about that, that I, I read that article, is he would actually sell the team if it came up. But, you know, it's a family-owned business. His family's not going to agree to sell oh, the Oh, they're not having it. They're not no, going to have it. They make way too much money. I didn't know that. I thought it was just him. It's, he's just the representative for the family, apparently. 
And that's how it is with a lot of these teams. That's why when yeah. they said it, I was like, oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm, I'm like, get like, the hell out of here. Yeah, let me see how this pans but out. I think they got to get them on tape saying something crazy about black <laughs> well, it's, Yeah, that's the only way. But yeah. it's died down. It's died down. I mean, him being here will always mean something. But I don't think he has hands-on-wise affected what's going on basketball-wise since Recently. Phil Jackson has been here. Right. And that's good. It's good to see, and that's why I have no one's really been calling for Dolan's head since. No. I mean, I always will, but no, no one. Yeah, you always has. you got to because you know he's not a good owner. He's right. just not. You know what I mean? Sell the team to someone who likes basketball. How about right. that? But right. He, he doesn't seem like he's very. He doesn't even like basketball. Like he's into it. Yeah. No, he doesn't. Seem it like it just came with the package. That's what right. it is. But they did say that this was on him that he gave uh, Steve Mills the green light on this whole trade. Yeah. And he said Kristen. he's not. He he. And this is like I told you a while ago when he had this press conference. He came out himself and he said. When Phil Jackson was sitting up there, I don't know nothing about basketball. Boom. You're done. <laughs> You're done. You're done. From now on, you have no oh <laughs> chance to say or do anything. That's it. You can't come back and now I I want you to get this. No, get the fuck out of here. You don't know well, what well, you're it, doing. Ex, ex, but he can because he's still the owner regardless. Exa- and that's the only scare. It's, it's a scare thing. He's not actually going to do something. It's like having a pit bull sitting in your yard. Without a leash, it's like yo, he's back there. But like yo, yo, your friend's like, he's good. He's not gonna bite you. But it's like yo, but he's, he's still like, there. Nah, like, but he's, exactly. back and he's looking at me. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's over there. Me. Like he, he he's, he's starting to wag people. his tail right now. That's so right. I'm good. Right, right. You know what right. I'm saying? So that's it's it's that kind of thing. Um, I I want to take it to a, a a a different part that I I don't necessarily like to go to because people call me a conspiracy theorist. But I'm right there with you. Go ahead. Right. I have a thing <laughs> that. I have a hunch that the NBA knows which markets help them make the most money. Of course. Um, well, I mean, without a doubt, the New York, the, the Knicks is the, one of the top, the, the top value team, and we're losing. Yeah, number one, and we're losing. You know yeah. what I mean? So c- imagine if we were just the playoff team. Great. Just the playoffs. If, if, we the got, playoffs. if we got into the second round, forget just it. The, New York is just going to be buzzing. Everybody's just just to Knicks give hat. New Yorkers a reason to, to, to trash talk. Forget it. The, the bars, that. the bar scene would be outrageous. It would yeah. be ridiculous. Forget New it, New York. York if we is were like a consistent back. playoff team. Yeah. I don't, yeah, come on. But anyway, matter of fact, matter of fact, Joshua, imagine both New York and the Nets are doing playoff big things. Teams. Yeah. Both play. Are you kidding? Well, I mean, yeah. that that's going to be happening. I think starting next season. At, at some point, it, I think forward. things are going to turn around. It, depending on dope. what happens in free agency. Depending on what happens in free agency, it could I mean, start next year. If, if you look at. Baseball, like when the Mets played the Yankees, it was this big Subway Series, yeah. this, and like, yeah. it's baseball. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't even yep. stand baseball. Mm-hmm. People go there and sleep. Yep. You know what I mean? So imagine baseball, which is electrifying. I slept that basketball, which is electrifying. Yeah. Like, it would be dope, man. Yeah. And, and, and the Nets are doing their thing right now. And, right. And it, and it hurts to say that. So now that we're there in this realm, I feel as though, like I this, said. This, this is the conspiracy theory, you said. This is the conspiracy theory. Theory. Uh, this this yeah. is all part of it. Okay. I, I feel as though I agree. I didn't even hear saying, you yet. I agree. Exactly. I I feel like everybody has this thing. Why would anyone come to New York? I don't think anyone within their own state of mind would pick up and come to New York. But if there were things behind closed doors that'll help you make that decision, I wouldn't doubt that those things are going on now. 
Um, what, what what are these things? What are you talking about? I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt that Kevin Durant would want to be in probably the most well the biggest the biggest market in the Eastern Conference. Now that there is no LeBron James, there is no clear cut best team in the East. The Raptors are the best team record wise in the East, but we all know that Kawhi Leonard probably won't be staying there. So. And, and then you got Kyrie Irving in Boston, who's looking like he might be, double, you know, double if, thinking. If KD came to New York, I think this is what you say. He'd be like the king of the East. Well, him he, and, and no, 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 no. His whole legacy is changed. Right, right. Because Everything he's, he's done to... before, before, if he came to New York and won in New York, yeah. anything he did before that wouldn't matter. Wouldn't matter. I'm, I'm even talking about his whole stint in Golden State. Even with Golden State, none of yeah, that. Now that now they're gonna be like, none of that would matter. He says. All of this, why he doesn't get these accolades and why they don't talk about him is because he went to Golden State. And I think we right. would all agree that that was like, nobody liked that move. Right. Nobody liked that move. And I think they're going to win this year. They, I think, well, they have a great chance. I mean, they so, just, they were already winning and then they picked up um, DeMarcus Cousins and he's in there getting 22 5. And, and it's, it's like not yeah. fair. It's not fair. So now yeah. look, if he goes, so you're saying that this, this is why you believe that he would make, he would come to New York next year. Why I believe he and other people are already gearing up to make New York a place that they because, would go. Because here's what happens in, if you come to New York. The East is, 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 is wide open. You got, if, you, if, if KD comes with like the top four, one of the top four teams, who we got over here? We got Milwaukee, we got Toronto, uh, we got Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else do we have that really would be somebody that you might lose a seven game Boston. series to? Boston. And that doesn't even sound like it sounded like the stuff that Philly, 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 Philly. Yeah, he, said, he said Philly. He said Philly. He said Philly. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So Boston doesn't sound like they sound like they're falling apart. Homeboy got injured the, the beginning of last year. He came back. And he's not shining at all. Hmm. He's uh, shining uh, a little bit, but it's it, my my what I think, and this is kind of why I don't know about. Uh, Kyrie and Boston, I just think they got too much going on over there. I think so because they it seemed like they did better without Kyrie and uh and uh what's his name over there that got injured? Um, uh, Gordon, Gordon Hayward. Hayward. Gordon, Gordon Hayward. Hayward. Yeah, they because looked like they looked the better two... without him. Yeah, no, they did. I mean, they did you, really well. You had guys who couldn't demand anything. Right. Everybody was they out couldn't there demand hard. anything. The two yeah. guys that were out there for those guys mainly was Jalen Brown. Right. And Terry Rozier. And I was These are selfless, yeah. humble guys. I, yeah. I was rooting for him. But now here's the thing. KD comes. I, I feel like I feel like Boston, not that Boston doesn't have a chance, but if KD comes and we got Dennis Smith Jr. and this dude is learning how to learn in this game with his kind of attitude and we Kevin Knox develops the way he's supposed to develop. And Trier is developing and he's coming off the bench. Like, I think that the East, we could easily be up there at five, you know, with KD. If he's with KD, with KD, with KD all season, with and someone oh, else. On. With KD, I think we're easily, and this just is adding KD to what we have now. Three. Nah, I'm not going that far. I would three. say you don't think top. You think top three? I think yes. we're at top five if we just add KD. Definitely if, top five. KD top. If three. we had somebody else, if we had somebody mm, else, I don't think know, man. But we will. We will. We will. We will. See, this, right, is well, this is my thing. This is my thing. This is my thing. Because my thing, I think what we 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 missing is like we need a five. I think if we got that right kind of five, that would really put us more than anything. We have to get defenders. If we don't get any defenders, we're it's not good. going to win anything. Like we're mm-hmm. not going to be good. We can get Kevin Durant and score hundred points, but we're going to give up hundred and seven. You know what I mean? And I don't want that to be the problem. Right. I, 
the worst thing we want to happen is for us to make a splash in free agency and then it not work out. Right. So you got to build the right kind of team around these guys. But so that's what I add, think the Knicks are getting good at with these people up there, with David Fitzdale. Yeah, and it, yeah. I think that we got the kind of front office that this kind of franchise needs. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? We already, we already threw Josh, like they just, they just came and gave us 21 to 23 for, for first rounders. We got right. a few years to really have to fill in gaps that we need. That's right. And more than anything, these 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 first round picks could very well be extra trade pieces going forward. That's what I'm saying. Because if everything works out and you still get a first rounder, that's a trade piece for like your biggest your biggest your biggest right, like slacker on the team. Like, all right, let, let's get this right. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? You could get you a nice little a nice piece, and then you could get a nice bench because a lot of these teams. I think that defense, yes, is that one one of those good go, one of those things that get you championships. But the teams with a bench, because we got we got these teams that got good guys on the floor, the first starting five, and they don't have a good bench, and it's hard to win because one guy goes down. That's or, right. Or, or, you know what I mean? Or has a bad game. Because what are you going to do when you got your shooters that they're not they're not hitting? Right. Right. You know. Right, right. So so we need we need a bench, and that's what I think these guys could really be. That's why I feel like the future's bright. If it's not KD. That we're probably at run of the mill. We're probably in the middle there, if if things turn out the way they're supposed to be. If everybody's in shape and the chemistry and so forth I, and so on. I like. I just like how the front office has been moving. Um, if you notice, we've been trying to move Cancer's contract. That's not happening because everybody knows Cancer's not really, really worth the money that he has been getting paid or that's on his contract. Cancer made a good move, kissing the floor at the garden. You he's, like that? He's, he's, he's getting on my nerves. I, no, I, he he. But he's been annoying. This is what I talk about with him on everybody's podcast. He's talking about other players. Yeah, it's and, ridiculous. And, it's and it's then he's it's tweeting. It's too much. And this is my thing. If he did none none of this, if he did none of the talking to the media, if he did none of the tweeting, I would feel bad for him, and I would lobby for him to have more minutes. But then you sit there and you see him kind of using the media. To have right. a, a issue with the, with Fizdale, it's like, all right, like, chill out, because now you start, to, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because at at this point, now you start to go back into his 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 history. All right, well, what happened with him in in Utah? And the word around town is that the the way he got traded out of Utah is that he was at uh, uh he was at his locker after a game, and one of the reporters came up to ask him the question, and after they were done, he said, "Let me use your phone." took their phone, typed out the trade request, and said, after I walk out of here, you can publish this. This is, this is the guy we're talking about right now. Mm. So, whatever. Now, nobody wants to trade for that guy. If you buy him out, we'll pick him up. Easy. But <laughs> what these trade pieces do for us, these picks, all right, yo, we'll give you cancer in, in this for something valuable. So now we're not losing cancer by just dumping him you know what I mean? In the buyout. Right. You know what I mean? Now let's attach a first round pick to it. You know, you never know what you could get for that. You know what I mean? Because Cancer's not a slouch. He's not a bad player. It's just no. his contract doesn't line up with what he's producing. You know and what his, I mean? His off the floor actions are a bit much. Or a bit much. You know what I mean? And then always been. Mm-hmm. And then to add the whole turkey thing onto it, nobody really wants to take on that kind of no. that kind of load. No. But um, I always wonder how 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 real how serious that is for because you know these people in the NBA are very powerful people. Yes. And if they want to protect this guy, he's an asset to him. Yes. But I, I just think that all of that is stemming from his running his mouth. Yeah. 
I mean, but that's the issue. That's literally the issue. The issue is he trash talked the Turkish leader or whatever it was. It was just yeah. him trash talk. And, and it's not a it's not us. a good move. Yeah, and yeah. it's not a good move because he's treating everybody like they're like some player on Twitter. Right. In the NBA. You don't yeah. troll everybody. Right. You know what I mean? It's out of control. So it can it can eventually be a distraction like that game in London. Let's say he was that piece that we needed to to pull that game off. Right. Against Washington in London. And because right. you talked a, you talking smack with the, the, the government over there in Turkey is just like, like come, come on, on, dude, grow yeah. up already. Yeah. And you're not exactly. that good on defense to be talking all of that smack. And that's the thing about him. I like Cantor as a player. I really like I like double doubles. I love him as a person. Yeah, you know, he's young. He's a kid. He's, and, yeah, he's only 26. Yeah, he's, he, only 26. He's, a, he's a kid. And, and I think that the double-doubles, I think that's what he's saying when he's like, if you're not going to play me, trade me, or get me out of here or whatever. But his defense is is just, is like such a liability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The mm-hmm. trade-off, it's like, it's like a wash. Like, you get the, you're getting these, these rebounds and you're getting these points. A lot of his points come from putbacks. And right. I'm fine with that. Yeah, right. but the defense, the teams know that they go some cancer. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's 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 just he's just bad, and it's hard to look at. Well, I mean, well, to I that mean, point, if we, yeah. like I feel like we've already started to clean up the stink um, yeah. that the mm-hmm. organization has had that mm-hmm. that the organization has. So I feel like Cantor has to go in order for everything to be you know above Around board, that, and yeah, then people yeah, will be yeah. like, you know what? They don't have such a bad situation over there in New York. Maybe yeah. I will consider that. And then that's when we're going to start getting well, people again. Yeah, see, but but I think that if, if Kansas is off your bench, he's he's even better. If he's just starting center... But he has like to agree to that. That's the issue. Now, now, that's the, now, that's the thing. So now, if we get in the squad that we're supposed to have, I mean, is he going to argue he wants to be ahead of DeAndre Jordan? Like, does he really believe he's better than... See, him? and that was what I was going to say. He probably we would. have walked right back <laughs> into another log jam at center like we had last year. Because now... Because, like, remember, last year we had we had uh, Cornette. We had Cantor. We had um, um, Willie Hernan Gomez. Then we had... What's the other guy we had? Uh, Joe Kinoa. So it was just too many centers that there was not enough minutes to go around, whatever. So now... We started the clear house. Now we come back, start again. Mitchell Robinson, Luke Cornett. Now you got Cantor and DeAndre Jordan there. So there's going to be a logjam somewhere. I don't know if they're going to. And this is another thing. I don't want to attach myself too much to, as much as I want him to stay here and help Mitch, I don't want to attach myself too much to DeAndre Jordan because they might try to move him and his contract before the trade deadline is over next Thursday. And that's a possibility I heard might happen. I know that they don't want to buy him out, but... Well, if they don't want to buy him out, what if they decide to move Cantor first? Well, it, no, I'm just saying the thing about it is if you, if you think about it, if DeAndre stays, which I hope he does, then you have Mitch backing him up. So what do we do with, with Cornette? We push him back to the right. G League? He was actually well, well, making some improvements. No, I I really like Cornette because I like how he stretches the floor. That boy could shoot. He could shoot from like five feet beyond beyond the uh, the three point line. Mm-hmm. But like 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 Rick the Ruler was saying here about him being like removing the stink. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Who right. knows if he's annoying other players around the league and they like I ain't going over there with Cantor. I got to deal with That's him right. if I can help it. Whatever the yeah. case. But if you're gonna remove somebody at this point, who you you want to keep? You're gonna keep Cantor over? Hell no. Well, over, but that's the thing. DeAndre They've been Jordan. already trying to get rid of Cantor. I think that's I think what I'm at saying. Point, so they might, they just they might go ahead and finish. If they can't mm-hmm. make a trade for him, 
before um, mm-hmm. the deadline, then they'll buy him out. I just think that's what's right. going to happen. Um, and then you have the, that contract off the books. You know what I mean? And now... And then we could get three max players. <laughs> no, 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 no. That already, that already was counted in. We still have 76 million. <laughs> but th- that's the thing, though. I think it, it gives us flexibility. Um, a lot of Knicks fans, I understand everybody's upset, being upset. Um, I, let me say well, this now. Like I said to you earlier, Dre, this will go down as a historically bad move for the Knicks, no matter how it plays out. Simply because... What did we do? We traded a, fran- a franchise player. So that wanted to who, go. That's but they're never going to talk about that. No one's ever going to mention that, especially if they if they like to talk trash about the Knicks, like ninety nine percent of the population of this earth does. So in, in my opinion, everyone's always going to have something negative to say about whatever decision the Knicks do. If we end up with Kyrie and Kevin Durant, what's going to happen? They're going to start talking about injury history and holding up against this and this and. All of their weaknesses are going to start being pointed out the moment they sign right. it. So, Nick fans, you guys got to be careful not to fall into the trap of everybody else in the media getting into your head so that when things actually happen, you can say, oh, silly Knicks. I hate when they do this dumb stuff. But like you said, Dre, the guy asked for a trade. We wouldn't have right. been sh- – of course – if he wanted to be here and showed it so much that he wanted to be here, we wouldn't have been talking to anybody about trading Porzingis. He would have been untouchable like he was last year. You know what I mean? So clearly something had been increasingly happening behind closed doors. We know about the thing where Fizdale said he wasn't really moving or making too much progress. And then all of a sudden, progress he, takes the, the, yeah. he posts the picture of him running and sprinting. So there was something there. None of it ever made sense to me because... Here's Fisdale, who's a guy who's seen as completely honest, and Scott Perry and Steve Mills, who are seen as completely honest, not giving you any inclination that you guys have a problem in your relationship. But then the very same day Fisdale says there hasn't really been much to tell you much about Chris Stapps Porzingis, he posts a picture. And my thing is, is that what was the sense of that? What if he truly didn't know the Hmm. progress you were making? Right. You posting that picture is a shot to him. He said it. You know what I mean? So these are the things that everybody chose to ignore because he's our unicorn. He's the best player we've had in our franchise since Patrick Ewing and all of this. The 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 other thing that speaking of speaking of unicorn, uh, that was wasn't that Kevin Durant that that that, that pegged him as the uh, unicorn that said he yeah, can do yeah. all of this and then, that yeah, so do you think term. that this 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 hurt his that that hurt his uh, chances to come to his New York or the, or the possibility of him coming to New York wasn't then he want to play with I don't um, I don't it could it could I, I don't I, I, I he's going to doubt I, I don't think Kevin Durant cares about other this. players or <laughs> what other people think. Because right. if he did, yeah, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't be on the um, Warriors right now. He doesn't right, care. Right, right, mm-hmm. right, right. And I don't um, think he really cares. I no. think that he would very selfishly be in New York if he could turn things around at this point. Absolutely. You know, I think they're trying to. I think they're trying to get rid of the Phil Jackson stink. I think the last piece of that Phil Jackson stink would be Frank Nellikina. But I, I don't think I don't think anybody's don't unhappy think, with him though. I don't think I, I think, I think, I don't think he's his. a stink. That's no, me problem. neither. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't think they're happy with. I don't think um, he. I don't his... think he's a stink on the de- on the defensive side of the ball. I think offensively, yes, to mature. No, I don't think he has a problem offensively. His problem is scoring. That's 
Was, Let's just say that his that's problem that's is offense. aggressiveness. His problem is, yeah, yeah. Is, is is attacking the basket and looking for his yeah, own. He's got to be aggressive. That yeah, is a still problem. Timid. Yeah, I mean, but you think about another player you saw with that same exact issue coming out, and that was who Ricky Rubio, and you see what he turned into. Mm. You know what I mean? So I'm fine with someone who doesn't look to take a jump shot every single time they come down the court. Because you think about it, we got a bunch of other guys on our roster that will do that. So oh, yeah, it's definitely. fine to have one guy that doesn't do that and actually is a guard in his, in his mind and actually looks for teammates and actually plays defense and locks up opposing guards, which is something that we've wanted in New York for decades. You know what I mean? So that's a guy, to me, you don't move him. You let him grow. He's the He's the Andre Iguodala, the Draymond Green to a good team. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, you don't touch that guy. You let him grow. You let him build and figure things out because he's not your problem. You know what I mean? No, he, he's not the problem. He, I, right. he, you know, when I say he the, can the, grow for sure. Yeah, I think that if he became more aggressive, I think that could be an asset to the Knicks, whether he comes off the bench or he plays the two with Dennis Smith Jr., Mm-hmm. I think that he could be an asset, but sometimes it's it's annoying to watch him not take the shot that was there. Very, very much. Right? Yeah, he, you know, he has that. done better with that though. He has been mm-hmm. taking a lot more shots yeah, he's mm-hmm. better, um, you know. than the past. But I, mm-hmm. I agree with you. Like, if he's gonna be here and he's gonna grow and learn, you need somebody who is gonna do those things right now, so that right. he can come off the bench and learn those things and learn those things. And and you know, you, you, we talk about other guys who have gone through this, like Steve Nash. Tony Parker, uh, Giannis Fedekumbo, all averaged below 10 points, and I mean even below 5 points within their first year or two. You know what I mean? And, you know, that's what happens with guys who are not who, who are unselfish. You know what I mean? They don't look for their own shot. They're not looking to score. And in the NBA, we're talking about this, the, 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 the aspect of this league that makes it more different than any other era is the scoring. So it's, right. it's, it's going to show if you're not a scorer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so right. this is not the error for you to be teetering on, huh, which, should I be aggressive or not? No, this is not the error <laughs> for that. But right. let's be honest, everything else he brings to the table shows that when he figures it out, he's going to be a guy you want to your team. Definitely an asset, yeah. People yeah. are going to want to play with him. People will, will love to play with well, the guy. Well, yeah, because, of course, you know, if you, if you want to shine, he's not going to get in your way. You know, he, right. he'll right. ask you to rock. Right. And these are the right. kind of teammates you want. Someone who's going to give you the stage you want and still do their job without feeling any type of way. Right. You know what I mean? I think he could still be aggressive, though. You know, yeah, but yeah, with and, the my, point, sure. my point, which he has been, but he, yeah. My point, my point, though, is if we're getting rid of like you know Phil Jackson, if, if we're trying to get all get rid of all the remnants of Phil Jackson, he's still part of that. He, or he could be the survivor of the whole Phil Jackson, yeah. right, which, right, which, right? Which I hope happens because everybody sounds like they're hating him now. And, you yeah. know, I, I can understand why, but I, I think that when you shine on offense, it looks better than when you shine on defense. And when he shines on defense, I don't think he gets credit for that a lot of times, but he's giving guys a much harder time on the, when he's on, on defense. They, they put him on the scorer. There's times where he blows a couple uh, a little de- defense uh, opportunities where he could stop somebody, but he might have been looking for help, so forth and yeah, so on. Yeah, he's on a team full of bad defenders, number yeah. one, and, 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 and that – more than that, he is also a player who, who I forgot how I was exactly going to word it just now, which is terrible because I was, I was trying to let you get your thought out. But, um, <laughs> but in terms of bad defenders, though, let me just say this about to get back to uh, Cantor. Mm-hmm. They may keep him if I was going to say this. If you had, DeAndre Jordan is a great defender. 
Yes. He gets up there. He's a blocker. He's a rebounder as well. He's a deterrent you know as well. Right. Which, you, which Just, they can't put on stats. Exactly. So now, yeah, those are those things that you can't like, you can't really quantify, so to speak. And he's not weak in a peak and roll. He's actually a right. pick and roll. Defender. Right. And and he's great offensively in the pick and roll. Mm-hmm. And then so now if you have Kanta, they could probably mask his lack of defense if he is coming off the bench or if you got like those players around him that played well, his defense, his his glaring uh, avoid in, in defense might might not shine as much if you have the right people. But again, we talk about if he's fine with playing behind someone. Second fiddle. Listen, Second. I've seen this guy complain about playing behind Mitchell Robinson and Luke Cornett. What now that you add DeAndre Jordan to that mix? He should. Yeah. You, you, what minutes are there for you? Right. Look, if 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 I was him, I would not want. To, I would be upset playing behind those two as well. Oh, for but, sure. Yeah. But at the same time, it's a team effort, and if you're not part of the team, like. Look, look, that's what the Knicks said, though. They said they're trying to develop the young players. And if you're losing, and he you went to, after why his not? contract. That's all it was. He knew that this is the only time he was going to get $18 million. That was all it was. You knew they were going to develop the young guys. You knew that. Yeah, Come right. on. They told you that when you got traded here last year. You right. decided to pick up your option because you knew there was no other team that was going to give you that money. The most money he's going to get after he leaves this year per year might be around seven, eight million. That's the most. But you know what? Everything you're saying makes sense and it's logical. But I feel like if if I was on that team and I was him, I would want to shine. I would want the starting position. Oh, yeah, I would want to sure. play. For I sure. would want to do everything. Yeah, develop. He's not wrong. I get he's that, not but, wrong yeah. in what he's feeling. He's right. wrong in how he's expressing exactly how he's feeling. That's yeah, exactly. that going to the media and saying all of that is just it's, it. It kind of gets corny, dude. Yeah, because no, now the team doesn't want to work with you. That's, yeah. that's the thing. The worst so, thing you want to do is bur- burn that bridge because now they don't want to help you. And here, here's there was one thing that I noticed. They, they, I think they actually won one, one game. And uh, who was it? Mario Hizonia said something like, uh, "I'm glad we got this W now." He said, "Now cancer is smiling." He was like, "He's usually walking around here, not he's not happy, but tonight he's happy." Yeah. So yeah. I, he didn't say it trying to get him in trouble or try to expose him as a player. But he, he just, pretty much he just had diarrhea in the mouth. Right. He <laughs> told on him, said, at least he's smiling now. And so who wants to deal with that? And then they had the one, this other, the other game a few nights ago. I'm not sure how real it was or how, how, uh, how uh, accurate it was, but he said, get up and cheer for, the, for your guy. Get the F up and cheer, yeah. Yeah, and it's just like, what, you need to be told that you're the veteran. Yep. Mm. And Mario Hizonia has to tell you to get up and cheer for your teammate. You're sitting there moping. Nobody wants that. Exactly. You know what it is, man? I think a lot of the issue with him is he came to America, and this is the place that everybody dreams of when you're not from America. You know what I mean? And <laughs> right, but he little has did they this... know that Trump was going to get elected. Oh, God, <laughs> let's not go there. <laughs> but anyway. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> but yeah. to, you're right. But to, me, to, to my point, he feels like a celebrity. He made right. it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? No matter how good he is in the NBA, he made it. You know what right. I mean? MSG. So that's why he does these things right. where... I'm, I'm gonna get in the game and I'm gonna kiss the floor, you know. Um, when the chants are fanting, we want can't. When the fans are chanting, when, when the fans when are chants, when the chants are fanting, that is crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. When the chants are fanting, <laughs> yeah, don't take that. That is insane. <laughs> but anyway, um, when the fans are chanting, we want we cancer. want cancer, uh-huh. and you're rocking with it. You're shaking your head. You're nodding your head. You're clapping with. You know what I mean? It's like, dude. Yeah. Relax. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's 
you got to realize that you're on a team and you have to be selfless. That's what, no matter where you go, this has to be what you do. You have right. to be selfless. You have to realize this is about team. You mean to tell me this entire time you knew this was about, and, and this is what he said from the beginning. He said, I know they are going to want me, they're going to want me to help develop the young guys. And this is what I am. I'm a team guy. I'm here. I love these guys. These guys are my brothers. He, this is what he says all the yeah. time. And he has the same notion wherever he goes. It could be Utah. It could be OKC. It could be New York. <laughs> it's the same cancer. These are my brothers. These are my guys. Yeah, I get it. But show that. You know what I'm saying? Saying it doesn't mean too much right. because now you're showing that that, that, that everything's that you don't mean that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, those you know are just I mean? talking points. Right. You know These mean? guys are developing. What is you? I get it. You wanted to play an all-star game this year. You, you, you had the opportunity to do that because you had the minutes there to do it. Well, you got to show a proof for that. Right. You got to. You can't just because you're. You're, you're, okay, you're I'm good. On the and, and, yeah, I'm on I the Knicks, be... and I'm better than these guys. I should right. be playing. No. And Fizdale said from the jump, I don't want any of these guys to feel like whatever position is there for the t- for them. You have to earn whatever spot it is. And he even made sure everyone earned their spot from training camp. Nobody had a starting position. So right. you going into that knowing knowing that's the plan, you know what I'm saying, all of a sudden now you feel some type of way. You know, I, it's, it's, it's what I didn't want to go too too far into cancer because he's not going to be here much <laughs> right. longer anyway. So, right. um, okay. uh, I, I know yeah. we're about to wrap, but I, I wanted to say, as far as developing the young guys, I feel like we we and it it may not seem it way this way, but I feel like we lost um, in letting go of Courtney Lee. Like I feel like he has a lot because like he's he's one of those players that he knows how to to do these little things that make huge differences. So right. his stats don't really show like he's this incredible player. But I like when I would watch him in like end of game, like fourth quarter, last two minutes, like I would see him do certain things that would help to progress um, the, the Knicks to a win. And I feel yeah. like that's the type of stuff that he can teach right. that – when we trade him away, we, we lose that. And I know yeah. he hasn't been playing, but like I feel like behind the scenes, he, he could have done a lot for, for these younger guys um, like Knox and, and Trier. Um, and that's my personal opinion. I don't know if, if, See, if but you guys he, feel the he, same. He, he, yeah, here's the thing with that. Like, mm-hmm. if, if the team is not winning, that, that, that doesn't mean anything. It does, you know what I mean? What he's teaching these kids or whatever the case. And just like even with cancer, anything, if, if you're winning, all of that stuff sounds good. So and then you got to also consider that he's been bounced around for all his his entire career. Yeah, Why is true. that? Because I feel like I've always felt like he's been a good shooter. I felt like he's a good locker room guy. I feel like he's a good teammate. Yeah. Yes. And he does those those things again that you you can't really record and put it on the stat sheet, but for some reason teams always they always move him around. I think I think he I love Courtney. Always did. Um I think he fell a victim to his contract, and I was just that. I think well, he, he, had, he had four years, didn't he? Um, at the time that he signed, yes, but it was twelve million per, I believe. And yeah, it was like forty something for four years, I believe. Oh, nice. So yeah. it wasn't it wasn't terrible. <laughs> oh, it nice. Was, <laughs> you know, it wasn't yeah, right. But it wasn't terrible before for what we were trying to do. Wait a minute, I'm gonna stop that right there. There's a long podcast, so uh, we decided to chop that into two pieces. Part two will be coming to you very shortly. Um, I'm Apollo Reed. Yeah, have a good day, Knicks fans.
Peace.